Hey guys, my name is Nina. And my name's Steph, and welcome to The House That Built Me. So uh, we're just two friends who are two fast friends. Hmm. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> just giving up. Yeah, we might as well just... <laughs> so we're two friends who uh, like to talk about our childhood and how they built us. And yeah, just weird childhood stories. Like we're both from very different backgrounds. Like I'm, I'm Indian. Like, uh, like I did twenty three and me. I am not anything <laughs> else. I am ninety nine point nine percent South Indian. And like that, oh, wow. Like that strange zero one percent because fiddle diddle mm-hmm. the Portuguese taking over oh, India. Like that's it. But no, mostly just brown. Wow, I've never done. I don't trust those things. I feel like yours would show. A I'm, lot more stuff, though. It would be so... It would, I just don't want to know. Because you're just, like, a Phil, part Filipino, maybe yeah. some Spanish in there, because uh, yeah. they did that, too, because yeah, yeah. white Call, people. Actually, when I went to Spain, in the royal, like, the castle, the, the, where the royals live, because they still have a monarch, BT Doves. Oh. Yeah. They had this, like, place where they have all their dining, and on the ceiling, they have all the places they colonized. No. Not even joking. It's very With fascinating. With pride. With Fun. pride. So Fun. much pride. It's like, we, we, we did this. <laughs> yeah. We conquered these places. <laughs> we have an episode on that. It mm. might not be this episode, because we have a weird format. Um, <laughs> segue back to our intro. Uh, <laughs> what intro? Uh, um, this one. Uh, so this podcast explores our origin stories, uh, basically kind of like what made us based then those are the like it's the house that built Built us yeah um and our format is we have a a box full of episodes that we're just gonna pick one out and i'm gonna do that right now and i really hope it's one that we can talk about colony colonies oh i I can pronounce colonization yes that's the one white people doing bad things Oh, alcohol secret and served. It's yeah. perfect. Okay. I actually have always, I, I want to talk about this one. Let's okay. talk about narcotics. No. Um, <laughs> no. But you can start. You can start with Substance this one. abuse. Well, yeah. alcohol is a substance abuse. Yeah. Um, basically, this episode is, we're going to talk about what alcohol and like recreational drugs and mm. um kind of, kind of like, like my, my dad would use the word vices how vices mm. were introduced to us as we were growing up because um i don't know i think we have a fairly familiar so <laughs> it's okay it's okay fairly similar stories english is hard um <laughs> uh, about that like yeah. for me um alcohol was never really taboo growing up mm. like my parents had a full stocked bar oh wow uh all through my like formative adolescent years when mm-hmm. I should have been like raging. Yeah. Um, but I had absolutely no motivation, temptation, or mm-hmm. any kind of like voice at the back of my head that says, like, let's go uh crack open that brandy. Let's see what yeah. that's like. Um and I think that that comes from like growing up go get it. Alcohol. <laughs> yeah. My parents were social butterflies. Like yeah. we would go to parties all the time. Yes. There are images in my childhood books of mm-hmm. like my parents raging at 1 a.m. and I'm sleeping on a, like the one couch in the corner. That's I'm like cute. falling asleep. Um, so alcohol was really a big part of our childhood in mm. terms of just being there. Yes. However. Yeah. However, every time me or my sister would ask like, can we try that? Mm-hmm. We were allowed to. Oh. Yeah. A, a sip of beer, a sip of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a sip of wine yeah uh at some point when between the ages of 12 to 16 my dad would go to the dubai equivalent lcbo yeah um and get peach wine Ooh. which was just like this gorgeously like peach fizzy sweet like summer yeah alcoholic drink it for me and my sister to have maybe because it's like mostly juice it was probably mostly definitely just yeah. sugar. It's um, probably just to make you guys feel like included. Yeah, but it was still alcohol. So yeah, it wasn't, so. again, it never really added like alcohol mm-hmm. was never put on this pedestal of forbiddenness. It wasn't oh, a forbidden fruit. Okay. So me and my sister growing up absolutely had no event or interaction mm-hmm. until we were in our 20s where we would start drinking. Okay, so you guys, like, you guys wouldn't go on, like, vendors until... No, okay. or, like, our parties were... It's very European. Was very, like, our our parties were super dry. Yeah. Like, there, nobody ever snuck alcohol. Nobody tried to do alcohol. Right. And then when my friends came over, mm-hmm. um, they would always ask. Like, yeah. they would look at the bar and they would be like, hey, like, the bar, like, yeah. there's alcohol on top. It's not, like, in a cabinet. I'm like, yeah. no, there's alcohol in the cabinet, too. And they would go and explore. And yeah. they're like, well, none of this is locked. I'm like why yo that's why would it be lost that's toxic though like that's how you get like binge drinkers and like people who are like yeah addicted or who i shouldn't say addicted to alcohol but like who have alcohol problems yeah you can technically get addicted to alcohol but like you yeah you can abuse the alcohol drinking like it's not good for your body so it just right you you can binge drink right (laughs) yeah so i I don't that like that sounds super healthy like i i think growing up my parents were not super into us drinking but like every new year's i get like a sip of something but because i was so young i yeah. like hated it like i'd be like like spit it back That's out literally the second thing right like mm. it wasn't forbidden fruit plus mm-hmm. we knew what it tasted like and alcohol is not does not taste good it you guys taste good. It, doesn't, it doesn't taste good it's like <laughs> Like why do we so pretend, Why do we pretend that it tastes good? You're just like it's a social thing. Ah, like it's cold it's and fizzy. I'm like, you're not talking about the taste at all. Yeah. The only thing I like enjoy drinking right now is gin with soda gin. with a twist. Like yes. that's yeah. That's yeah, it. I get that. No, it's a. Uh, I think it it depends on like your your taste buds as well. When you're like a kid, you like the sweeter things. Like you you crave those kinds of things because you. I feel like I ate super super healthy when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. it was like always really healthy, uh, savory foods. Yeah, and then every once in a while some sweet foods. And so when you see adults drinking, and also drinking wasn't like it's not shy in the filipino community like people oh drink. yeah neither in the in the brown catholic yeah. community that is one right. of the things you do yeah but like we're more christian in on my side and a little bit a little bit catholic but not really and then on my dad's side people don't drink okay like, people don't drink like even my dad he like would have one beer and mm-hmm. he'd be like done yeah and he'd be like okay, i'm done like I don't eat anything else like he never really talked about like because he came from the Caribbean, so, like, there's weed and that kind of stuff. Yeah. None of that. That is, like, not – it's, like, kind of almost frowned upon from, like, Barbados. Mm-hmm. It's, like, they do not – they do not like that. Mm-hmm. That is not good. So, it's, like, for for things like that, it's, like, drinking? No, we didn't really do it. Dad had a beer. Mom had a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah. Bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it was uh, – that. that's it. Like, um, and sometimes we would ask, but, like, it was – it would be like sip and then I'd spit it back into the cup and she'd be like you're disgusting well yeah like and I think for (laughs) at least my parents they um 
I don't know. Alcohol is so much part of the social culture mm. that they didn't think it was something to hide from us. Right. So we were very aware that there was like always alcohol flowing mm-hmm. at parties. And again, like I said, they're super social. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like we weren't um, motivated, again, motivated or enticed. Right. There was no enticement. Did you? Did, so I was talking to my my aunt about this and uh, she was like for her wedding, she wasn't going to have an open bar. And my my Lolo said, my grandfather, he was like, what? Do you want to seem cheap? We'll yeah. have an open. I'll pay for it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Do, you get, do, you, do you hear that my sometimes? Dad, my, my parents decided that because, again, like yeah. the wedding got changed and mm-hmm. reception got changed. And now it's just like a house party with family. Yeah. My dad's like, we'll do the alcohol. <laughs> and I'm like, I. And then, ke- and then my fiance's grandpa, Opa, yeah. makes wine. He's like, yeah, like two gallons of wine. Good. Oh I'm like, okay, fine. All right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And even now, like, I, like, I'm not a casual drinker. Like, I don't drink yeah. at home alone on a weekend. But you like a glass of uh, wine. I will drink. Like, if I can, if I don't have to work at, like, 4 a.m. at the crack of dawn, yeah. then, yes, I will have, like, a glass of wine. I'll have a bottle of wine. Who am I kidding? I to have a bottle of wine. <laughs> but, like, I, I will have, like, a glass of wine or I'll make myself, like, a gin drink sure. or, like, a vodka drink, like... I make these like simple syrup, uh, like gin infused oranges Ooh, and bougie. things like that. Yeah, and like I, I, I have now got gotten into more like liquors. Mm-hmm. So I think growing up, um, I think you feel socially that you have to drink beer. Like it's like a rite of passage. Beer is horrible. And beer does disgusting. not taste good. It's gross. There is nothing about it that is. It's bitter. <laughs> Everybody's lying to themselves, but because it's cheap, I understand. Cheap. I get it. It's cheap. It's affordable. It's affordable. Yeah. Microbreweries, you can still be hipster and like mm-hmm. have your beer, but it doesn't taste good. It doesn't taste great. It doesn't taste great. I, I did find this really good one. So if you ever get a chance, okay. I'm going to plug them. Garrison's out in Halifax. They have the most delicious raspberry wheat beer. Oh. And it was like, I think it's because it, it's infused with fruit. Oh. That's why I like it so much. So it's delicious. Yeah. Uh, if you want to sponsor us, I will totally shout out, shout out, shout out to Garrison's. Um, but I, I love there. I love that, I would. that raspberry wheat beer. I, I'm experimental, but, but um, I'm 80 on the inside and I can't have sugar because then mm. I have inflammation and then I can't walk. So then that shit happens. Yeah, it's too good. much information. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you should keep that in. Yeah. No, but like, of course. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an 80 year old who can't drink. I love it. But like, no, it's a, uh, so, so moving from like a childhood where, where alcohol isn't like taboo mm-hmm. was kind of great because then when you go to high school well at least when I went to like a super like white high school whereas like really really rich affluent kids yeah and like drinking was like the thing to do like I always heard about these stories and it was so creepy because you'd be like oh yeah this this person's older brother got us alcohol and brought it to the party and super fun but he was like up on all the teenagers or something like that but it was like that's how you associated alcohol back then like that was i found that so gross of course and and so it's just like oh like you want to get drunk and then assaulted by a older guy that's fun for you okay no i much rather stay at home with my parents while my mom has some wine and i take a sip and spit it back yeah like binge watch uh like horrible sitcoms no well for me it was like (laughs) bollywood sitcoms which are just like drama it's just like the drama and dancing if if, um if 
uh, well, how do I even explain this? Okay, so before, okay, Windows Media, play, oh, oh, sorry, Windows Movie Maker for all those who were born in the 90s <laughs> who know what it is and you learn for the first time about all those freaking transitions like things flying in an arrow formation and stars and like you can like freeze a screen and then make it explode like a jigsaw puzzle. Yes. Okay. All of Bollywood TV is like that. They are using that technology. I love they it. have not evolved. Okay. Every single time something bad happens, like the the screen will freeze. They'll do a quick span to everybody's faces who mm-hmm. are just in complete shock. Then it turns black and white and shatters. And you're just like, oh my God, why? I love it. <laughs> so much drama. Um, and that's how they would end the episode. Oh, yeah? Also, just, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Like that's, that's, yeah, instead of alcohol, that was my that, that was pleasure. Your thing. That was your thing? Oh man, yeah, like yeah. I just um, my my mom told me stories about her drinking alcohol, and that was a oh. whole different thing. So when she was younger, she would um, sit underneath all of the uncles' mahjong tables, and then she would sneak up, she would grab their drinks, and then drink a little bit and then put it back up. And so there's one time where my Lolo he found her just passed out underneath the mahjong table. Oh my god! And <laughs> like she was drunk. That was her first time having alcohol. Oh, God. And so for her, it was like, it became taboo, I obviously. Don't even, I don't even know what, like, how to take that story. Because there's so many elements. Like, right. old men playing mahjong, mm-hmm. sneaky Filipino kid, yeah. like, underneath the table. And I'm just like, what is happening? She was like six or seven. Like, she was a little kid. But oh, she was okay. curious. She saw all of the men oh, yeah. enjoying, like, their scotch, their whiskey, and things like that. So she yeah. wanted to try it. I found it so... <laughs> Funny. yeah and he was just like yeah and then i passed out i was like oh my god mom <laughs> yeah and 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 but like also she she always wanted us like she was very clear like she was like i, I always wanted you guys to try things so that you could figure out whether or not you liked it yeah and then if you didn't like it then that was even better yeah but one thing that my aunt used to do with my younger cousin was that uh, she'd give her like a little pinky dip of wine all the time yeah and then would start giving her little sips of wine when okay. she was a baby yeah to put her to bed. Yeah, to put her to bed. Yeah. Just because, like, she's her, she saw her, yeah. that she was drinking. My aunt, though, she can, like, yeah. put away. Yo, like, all our friends who are pregnant, listen up. Yeah. Old, oh, my gosh. my Well, now my cousin doesn't even care about wine. Yeah. She's 15 years old. She doesn't care about that kind of stuff. Yeah. She doesn't care about drugs. She doesn't care about drinking. Yeah. It's not important to her because no. she already got to try it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she, That's exactly and it. And she realized like, that she liked it. Like, it, like that was her thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, so, so, like, the, the contrast is, it's like, I had friends in high school mm-hmm. that had extremely strict parents. Like, yeah. even though they would indulge mm-hmm. in alcohol, like, they told their kids never to do it, never accept it, don't do it, run away from it. Mm-hmm. And, like, what would that do apart from making it enticing? Yeah. Like, making it's a it... taboo. Like, yeah, you put a golden halo around mm-hmm. that, that bottle of beer yeah. because it's just, like, what else are your kids going to do? Like, you put... you. It's It's, um... You know what it reminds me of? What? Like the Aladdin, the Aladdin scene when he's going to go, when he's going into like the cave of wonders. For the first time he finds a lamp. Yeah. And then, but Apu, yeah. he's like looking at the gorilla with the huge red ruby. Yeah. And that's what I feel like kids who are like deprived of alcohol. Yeah. That's how they see alcohol. Yeah. But then they touch it. Yeah. And then everything's and then lava. It's crazy. <laughs> lava. The yeah. floor is lava. And <laughs> so um, how does all of that like upbringing where alcohol wasn't taboo have like affected you now like 
in social circles uh, and stuff because like we both don't like we drink now yeah mm. i only drink in a social setting so i think for me was i didn't drink until it was legal so for me it was like more about legality mm-hmm. like my parents always taught me to follow the law yeah so it was always about legality um or drink this is something my mom said always drink in a space where you feel safe. Yeah, for and, sure. And that was one of the biggest things that I ever uh, kept really close to me. And uh, it was something even when I did actually get to go to parties. Yeah. Um, it was something that um, was was uh, important to me. So mm-hmm. if I didn't feel safe, I was not drinking. I was not smoking. I wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. It didn't It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. But the thing was is that I never really felt safe with the group of kids I would party with yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. And so I was just like, no. But there was one group of friends that I had in high school where um, I actually did feel like safe to like drink with them right. and hang out with them and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we did it and it was fine. And it was, yeah. and it was like, it wasn't anything special. Yeah. Made me a little tipsy and whatever, whatnot. Yeah. But you know what? At the end of the day, I got home safe. And that was like one of the most important things. And I'm glad my mom taught me that. Yeah. When I was, uh, when I was younger. And um, like I always impart, I impart that on like my cousin. I impart that on the younger kids that I know. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that helped me look at alcohol as it's it is going to impair me. I will probably have fun, but I should always do it with people that I feel safe yeah. with. Yeah, you've been you've been during the times like socially. I'll keep drinking, mm-hmm. um, and once I have a couple of drinks in me, then there's. It's it's not that I'll see I'll keep seeking alcohol. It's yeah. just I'm very suggestive. So it's basically right. like I'll st- sit outside and I haven't I'm tipsy mm-hmm. and then I don't have a fresh drink. But mm-hmm. somebody notices that I have an and empty they, glass mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, you don't have a drink." And then I realize, and then I'll go get another drink. Yeah. And that's how I keep drinking because it's not like I have any like brain worm that mm-hmm. says I keep drinking keep drinking it's more it's more like oh my resolve is a little less and somebody mentions it and like yeah. and that's how you chug a bottle of wine during christmas oh and it's gosh. horrible was, the next day that was, a, that was the funniest thing ever everybody was screaming no heavy <laughs> shut up no every okay so this is what happened <laughs> we played uh we played uh, Bad Santa or White Elephant or like yeah. there's so many names. So it's basically like everybody gets a gift that no, it's not directed to any one person. Right. Yeah. And then you go in like uh, one by one to pick it up or you can steal and be mm-hmm. notorious or whatever. Um, and one of the gifts was like these like beer things, like these like I, I want to say like was, sleeves that you put on top of like beer bottles or cans. It was a funnel. It was, it was a, a beer funnel. funnel. Yeah, but you, it sits like a, a really tight sweater yes. on top of the, the bottle. Yes. Um. To allow the movement of liquid as fast as possible into your gullet. And uh, I found one that would fit the wine bottle that I was drinking with no glass because I'm classy like that. And uh, I was just like, I I felt like I thought I said it in my head. But at that time, my brain and my mouth were disconnected. So everything was coming out of my mouth. And I was just like, I think this is going to fit on top of my my wine bottle. And somebody heard me and they're like, you should do it. And I'm like, okay. Because like I said, I'm suggestive when I'm drinking. So I uh, put it on top of the wine bottle and I'm like, I think I can chug this. And somebody else said, do it. And as soon as I said, we should name okay, names. we no, should, we not, should I'm throw not, them out I'm there. I'm not going to drop names because <laughs> let's let's keep this civil because they might kill me. Um, 
And so then I started chugging it, but I was just like, I'm just going to do like half of this bottle. That doesn't work because as soon as I put it in my mouth, there were two things. It was like an orchestra of different mixed emotions mm-hmm. because a couple of my friends, my girlfriends, thank you, I love them, were just like, Deb, don't do it. And then everybody else merge into a mob oh yeah and half of the mob was just like chug 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 <laughs> chug and the other half of the mob was just like no deb chug 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 because it just switched completely they're like Every, no and then three seconds later like you. that's not ending let's join in with the fun and yeah and then and then the next morning was not good yeah no no it was oh my gosh i felt so no and i've that. gotten better like i stopped like since then it, yes, yeah because yeah. that was the last time that i did that i was, was like the catalyst it wasn't even that long ago guys it was like 20... not last it was two christmases ago two christmases ago yeah um and yeah i stopped doing that so i stopped chugging i still get a little drunk at sometimes mm-hmm. um but it's not as bad anymore yeah um yeah i just <laughs> that time that oh time. and and to reiterate it's mm-hmm. always like our group of friends i am the most comfortable with them so obviously i would have done that like and that's and that's when i do drink yeah like you i think the only times i see you drink is when we're with them of course yeah i definitely or like even even if it's just like all the girls it's like yeah yeah there's like there's like a drink flying there's at least there's at least one drink yeah everybody has at least one yeah but like no no you know what like i think my binge drinking got really really bad when i was like more independent yeah and but i used to be a clubber so I used to go Ooh, out. You drink. club kid? I was a club kid. So I used to go out to the bars with one of my girlfriends at the time. And uh, we used to go to the same bar almost like every night. But we used to go during the weekdays. Ooh. I wouldn't even always go on the weekends because the weekdays were free. Oh, so yeah. you could just like get in because like nobody went on the weekdays. Yeah, no cover. Went on, went on like a Monday sometimes. Like that's how wild I we always were. wondered like every time I'm like downtown, I'm never downtown anymore. Mm. But every time I'm downtown, it's just like I see those posters. They're just like, oh, yeah, like DJ Tuesdays or something. Yeah. I'm just like, who the hell is going to a club? You me. were going to a I club. I was going out to the, the clubs. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was wild. It was wild. Well, I think it's because at the time. I was working minimum wage jobs and I was, I'd always work like Wednesday through the weekend. And so I had Mondays and Tuesdays off. Okay. So those was the only times that I could go out and I could like go binge drinking. And I'm talking about like mixing drinks and all that kind of stuff. And it got so bad. I got into like a really bad situation and um, I was just like, I need to stop. Yeah. It wasn't like to the point where like I took a break I took a break off of alcohol for a little bit but um it wasn't to the point where I felt completely like unsafe Mm -hmm. unsafe but it was a situation that I didn't ever want to see myself in it's strange that even though like our childhood was just never really put alcohol in a place where we would abuse it like Mm -hmm. we both still have like those stories where we we did did. but the thing is, we learn from it real quick. Yeah, but I think it's also because we never got that chance to binge drink and abuse it when we were younger and our parents could be like, see, this is what happens. Yeah, I think we, that's why we experimented later in life. Yeah. And so, but we're older now as well. Yeah. So we can learn from it as an, in an adult perspective. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. But it's also just like, yeah, I wish I, being, I wish I did that with my parents. Like, I wish I did that when my parents could have like picked me up or something like that. I or, don't know if that's the greatest thing because at that point too, it's just like you, the only consequence of, of doing that is sure. Like your parents are just like mad at you yeah. and then it goes away because they still love you. Yeah. Right. Versus now 
you get drunk you get hung over yeah. you're an adult you still have responsibilities yes. so you wake up yeah. with the worst headache <laughs> in the world you're you're throwing up in the bathroom you can't, <laughs> your clothes are on backwards and you're just like fuck yeah. now i gotta go to work yeah. like that definitely changes your perspective yeah. sometimes okay so ooh, I'm, i can't talk about that i'm like no no don't do that don't do it don't do it don't do it don't do it well like i don't know how many people are actually listening nina i don't have the skills to cleanly cut things like (laughs) we'll just cut that part anyways but like there 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 have been a couple times where i've been um ashamed of my drinking i have been ashamed of my drinking like especially the days where people need to help me get into a cab or need to help me get home or something like that i'm pretty ashamed about that now that i'm a little bit older oh my gosh what was it barb olympics like last year, last year. Oh my gosh! So our friends are the most creative, amazing people. Oh yeah, we love them. Plus, like, uh, shout out. You know who you are. You know who you are. You know, you know who you are. But like, they put on these these uh, competitions called the Barb Olympics, and it's basically a huge drinking competition with like olympic barbecue themed games it's yeah. really really fun it's really elaborate there and are like boxes and yeah. teams it's and great and great prizes actually like really yeah. good prizes almost as good as the halloween beer pong. yeah like we, we go all out like yeah. in terms of uh becoming adults i feel like we still <laughs> kept a bit of our childhood whimsy yeah, because we we so put true. that in some of the activities that we tried and yeah. do yeah but i think the last one was the one where I'd, like i decided i was never going to do it again even though i really Again. so the funny thing about the last one though is that i was like i i did the first one okay <laughs> and my team won and yeah, i wanted to end on a win. high note a high note so i decided i wasn't going to do the second one yeah but then i kept getting coaxed and coaxed and coaxed mm-hmm. and then my stupid ass was just like no let's coax nina instead and then nina got coaxed into it oh, yeah. so i didn't have to participate but then unfortunately i had my hand in getting nina involved oh, and that was not good oh my god it was so bad so I drank so much that I might like, oh, drank so much in such a small period amount of time yeah. that I was like, oh my God, oh. I was horizontal. Horizontal, Nina. Horizontal. My boyfriend had to come and pick me up, literally, yeah, <laughs> and like drag me to the car. Correct. And I was on my side for like hours. He came and he fed me water. <laughs> like, it was so sweet. Yeah. But I was like, so like, he's like, Nina, you can't do this again. No, you can't. I don't think you have since. I haven't, but I, I'm more of a casual drinker. So like I drink anyways, like I drink all the time. Like I do big runs to the LCBO. Oh, okay. And I, it lasts me for, I think at least a week or two if I'm lucky. Yeah. (laughs) But like, yeah, like I I think over time it's, I guess also watching my mom drink too. And my dad have like a beer every once in a while. Sure. That was like. Oh yeah, but you're okay hormone. to be like, yeah, it's okay yeah, to like have, have a casual dinner, drink. Yeah. Like have with dinner, have at the end of the day, mm-hmm. like that kind of deal. Or like even you know what I really miss doing is like going to a restaurant, mm-hmm. just getting like a cocktail and getting like we haven't some been cookies. okay because 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 the coronavirus, yeah, pandemic um, that's going on right yeah, now is still rampant. Um, we haven't been to do brunch and yeah. we haven't done to gone Mimosas. to do like a. A cheese and like no, mm. you know we can go to a patio, but like still, it's not the same. Like, it's not bad. Like, it's still like, we'll still do patios. Yeah, we should we should probably okay. Anyways, anyway, anyways, but yeah, like it's 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 I miss it, but like you don't go out as often because you know it, it freaking sucks for the people who work in the service industry. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Like, but um, shout out to all of our essential workers, by the way, and all yeah. of our restaurant workers. 
I think uh, the inspiration for this episode came out was when uh, CBC or whoever did the mm-hmm. the statistics on it was saying that when um, everything went into lockdown, because yeah. LCBO was still an essential service. Which is right? hilarious. Which Rob Ford, it, thank you. It, the thing is, unfortunately, what's going to happen is those... <clears throat> that are, are struggling with with substance abuse, mm-hmm. with alcohol, if they get denied alcohol, they might die from withdrawal. That's why it's an essential service. Yeah. I don't... I don't think that's a word. But yes. No, it is. It, like, but like at the same time... I, like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But at the same time, if... It might also be good for them as well. If the, if the LCBO had closed... I, I think it just would have upset some people. It would have no, upset certain people. people. going through withdrawal, like... You think so? Yeah, I just no, think it, 100%. It, I think it's like... But it's like any other type of substance abuse. Like, Right. And all of those people, when they go through withdrawal, it is probably the worst thing their bodies go through. Yeah. 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 Even like... Even people struggling with meth still need methadone. Like there yeah. needs to be something to keep your body going, even if you're trying to cut back. And that's, so, yeah, like yeah. that, and that's why, um, because can- cannabis is legal in Canada, mm-hmm. um, that they were an essential service too. Yeah. Yeah. But like some people use cannabis for like Chronic pain. pain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like some pain. people would say they use alcohol for pain too. Yeah. I'm not condoning alcoholism. No, this is not me promoting. Or, I know, I know. Like, I, know. I just, just like, s- I'm, I understand that. Oh, let me rephrase. I hope I never get to a point where yeah. I understand the struggle mm-hmm. of going through alcoholism, mm-hmm. but I can, I'm also empath- empathic towards it because yeah. I understand that that could be coming from a part of their soul that nobody yeah. has ever access I just, to. I, I just feel like it's, yeah, like addictions, addictions and like yeah. mental health is a totally other thing. Yeah. But. Also going back, the statistics of CBC yeah. <laughs> were like uh, <laughs> uh, alcohol um, purchasing, yeah. like for wine was up like, 40 percent whiskey oh like a crazy number and then beer people. was like 80 percent and we're just like oh shit yeah a lot uh, of people were dangerous people yeah. i was definitely those people mm-hmm. but like yeah I, I i'm like really glad my parents uh raised me that way mm-hmm. um but i definitely would i wouldn't have changed it i wouldn't have changed, i wouldn't have changed, I wouldn't it, changed it, it anyway but like growing up old like growing up and being like oh yeah like i should probably cut down on this or at least the binge drinking like the the binge drinking yeah i need to cut back on and i did yeah twice. i think we both did yeah but like part, yeah. but yeah it was really bad when i was like in my early early 20s yeah yeah it's just it's part of growing up and i don't think i would want my parents to change the way that they no. um introduced and kept like just what alcohol was part of our life and how it was introduced into our life because i think at the end of the day i'm okay with that like i don't seek it i don't have it we have like our liquor sits in our our cabinet for years like it just nothing ever happens to it it it's not something but yeah it's part of our social circle to keep drinking it's really part of our yeah well yeah i just i love it though like don't get me wrong but you know what you remember uh last year i went to the christmas party sober yeah you did and And then you left I left too. like I left in like an hour. Too. Yeah, and and to be honest, we get it, rowdy and rambunctious. It was it was such a weird. So people actually start off like really really more tame. Yeah, and then as the night progressed, there was that one kid who was just I I was just like, is anybody gonna help him? Is anybody yeah. gonna give him some water? Yeah, I was like, he was sideways. He was sideways, uh-huh. but he wasn't 
but like you could tell he, he was, was about he was, to be. He was going to be yeah head deep in the porcelain yeah. pony like <laughs> i like that as the title of our uh, uh, <laughs> head deep in the porcelain pony have you ever heard of that no <laughs> um i forget who told me that but yeah um yeah it's just um if you want to make that the title i might that's totally yeah. fine okay. okay we should probably wrap this up okay. though yeah anyways um any last words any last words on alcohol alcoholism um served your secret uh for us it was served it was never a secret yeah. which is good yeah thank god yeah and i don't and i don't think it should ever be a secret i think it's just part of like i'm sure if we keep researching because i didn't do any of this research we'll find that alcohol has been part of just us and our lives and humans well, since the dawn of fermentation well if we really think about it well i don't think i don't think alcohol was really big in your in your culture i think until there was colonization no ah uh, like the I don't came know. Over? I don't know. I do know that in South India, um, they make alcohol out of anything. So we okay. have a coconut and a cashew alcohol. <gasps> That's so good. Uh, not so good. It is like gasoline. It oh. will burn your insides. Oh. It's not not in terms of like the taste. Yeah. In terms of alcohol content Ooh. and the heat. Because certain things yeah. that you put in your body generate yeah. heat. Okay. And it's one of those. It's called fenny. Okay. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. Don't. Okay. This is we are not endorsing. If anybody ever <laughs> says, "Do you want a shot of Fenny?" say no. Okay. Okay. I might say yes. Yeah, but uh, but at least at least like for my culture, it definitely came over with the Spanish. Yeah. The Spanish were some of the first wine makers. White people. Yeah, wine makers, yeah. but also wine people. And yes, like that that definitely was helped and came over. And then when the Americans came as well, it yeah. became like super bad, like beer and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a pretty fascinating. It's pretty fascinating stuff. But if you guys want to let us know more about, yeah. and if you ever get a chance to hang out with us, because most of you, uh, most of our listeners, maybe are our friends. Like, like friends. uh, yeah, notice those things. Kind of like see how me and Nina drink alcohol. It may not be binging, but it could be a day that we're oh binging. Oh my gosh, that's probably gonna. And be a now day you binging. know why. Because we love you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thanks uh, for listening to our episode. Um, you can follow us at the House That Built Me uh, podcast on Instagram. Yeah. And we'll have a link to our Gmail there where you guys can comment or give us stories. Yeah. We want to hear stories all the time. Do you have a story about alcohol yeah. or um, how that one time you, yes. that one time your um, mom poured a glass of wine and left the room to go check on the laundry so oh you chugged it and then when she came back she thought she drank it so then she poured herself another glass of wine oh and then something else happened and then you had that and slowly but surely your mom thinks that she's going crazy because she doesn't feel drunk because like she thinks she had her. yeah <laughs> she thinks she had all the wine but instead you're drunk and throwing up in your bedroom like uh tell us that story i want to hear that story yeah but like yes <laughs> yeah. again oh um, yeah oh yeah don't forget to sponsor us garrison's i love that raspberry wheat beer. or anybody who mm-hmm. wants to to be on this podcast just like shoot us an email like we'll try and get you on like yeah this is just casual fun okay you're listening to us we're listening to ourselves it's, it's great <laughs> <laughs> two emotions <laughs> of okay. course okay bye bye, bye.